Aren't you tired of the same content, the same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery? It's weird at this point. Media Den wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. Media Den provides short form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you. But save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcast. Media Den Network. It's all in the content. This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. Again, the pod father getting right into it on the weekly. Just want to wish a congratulations to all the new Hall of Famers. Uh, they're definitely my uh, generation. Uh, Thurk, uh, great champion. Pop, five-time champion, still currently coaching. Uh, Pop Gasol, two-time champion. And Tony Parker, a four-time champion. I'm super excited for all of you, you know what I'm saying, to celebrate uh, what y'all have done for the league, um, not only for the league, but worldwide. All of these are players who played um, internationally, uh, super um, influential and in inspiring the next generation. And we definitely want to give flowers to D-Wade in the midst of all that's going on with Paul Pierce and the James Harden comparisons. We get into that, so. The James Harden comparisons and all of that, um, I think it's very important and uh, very classy of him to have Allen Iverson be a major part of his speech. Um, uh, what it also stated very loudly, which we already knew, was that the Miami Heat are a family and they'll forever be a family, no matter if D-Way has ties to the Jazz and when she's a minority owner. Instead of having to stake down here, they're still family. UD, Zoe, Pat, uh, and all the players prior. You got LeBron tweeting out Heat Nation. LeBron knows what we did for him and what he did for us. And uh, it's a respect that we will always have for him bringing those two banners. Uh, but D-Wade is the catalyst of all of that. You know what I mean? For Miami Heat Nation, even to right now, uh, influencing Jimmy Butler to come to Miami, in which we made... Uh, two finals in his tenure already, along with three Eastern Conference championships. So I'm super excited for D-Wade, third best shooting guard in NBA history, no matter what anybody says. Um, Master at splitting the double team, over athletic. I felt like his peak could have lasted longer had his body held up, but he, he was fighting with injuries since college, but he maximized his body to his fullest potential. Um, working out with Tim Grover, and getting after a young, hungry Chicago kid, uh, three-time champion and a catalyst for one of uh, the most storied franchises in the last 30 years. 
So shout out to you, D-Wade. Appreciate it. Happy for you, King. Uh, and I'm happy that we're giving you a flower so you can still smell them for sure. Um, now, we can really get to the tea. This is beautiful. This is great. We'll keep it nice and short and sweet today. Uh, wait, 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 wait. We have another top five all-time shooting guard. Uh, and James Harden, uh, during his China tour, this is great. He says that Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never play for an organization that he ran. And then he doubled back and said it twice. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you why that's petty. A lot of people don't know Daryl Morey's ties to China. There was an infamous tweet, which I don't have the time to recover and go over. Um, there were things going on in China, and uh, Daryl Morey felt the need to address it. Long story short, NBA lost millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in potential. It lost a lot of sponsorships over there, um, and a lot was going on with that. So James Harden saying that in China, tells me where his relationship is with Daryl Morey. Um, now, um, before we get into James Harden and Daryl Morey, very important that I want to point out. These owners and these general managers don't owe y'all nothing. If, if you're listening to this and you hope these general managers do not owe y'all nothing, no matter if you got a verbal confirmation or what have you, or people give you a word. We've heard plenty of times in which the general manager has given them the word. They won't be traded uh, to turn, have them turn around and trade them the next day or the next week. Chris Paul was uh, another one with Daryl Morey said that he will not be traded to the Thunder. traded him. Uh, Marcus Smart is another one traded him. DeMar DeRozan traded him. You see the narrative that these owners and these general managers will paint of the players that they're disloyal when they want out, which was does not exclude James Harden from acting the way he's acting. Again, I will get more into depth with that. What I want to say first off is that these managers will always look out for their best interests, and that's them and not you. No matter what you've done for the franchise, blood, sweat, and tears, bought them millions of dollars, had them get bought office, box office get other good players there to make them competitive to uh expand their product and to expand their pockets um they will always do what's best for them regardless we're seeing that with portland yes i'm a i'm a I'm petty heat fan we're getting reports in which they are not budging uh even though dame wants to come to miami um he's done everything that he's done for that franchise he's bled portland for a decade plus, and he's always made it abundantly clear that he wanted to win there. The front office felt him. You know what I mean? You could say it's his location. You could say it's this, that, and a third. But the front office felt Damian Lillard, and now they're salty that he wants to go to a contender to maximize his chances of winning. And we've seen that over and over. Um, and with the new CBA, we may continue to see it. Um, I haven't read too much into the fines that will be applied. Uh, if we see another Ben Simmons situation, but um, I'm pretty sure they'll have they'll be hefty. So um, you know, training camp comes around in a month and a half, and uh, no deal is done. Damian Lillard will be professional and show up, uh, but you never want to have a disgruntled star, right? Um, 
and he's a superstar. Uh, he's, he's the guy. He wants the attention. He wants to win badly. Um, and he's box office. You know, definitely want to get him taken care of. Now you have a bright future. Shaden Sharp, Anthony Simons, Scoop. Um, and then you have, you know, two vets and Nurkic, and, which may be, you know, he may be part of the Dame deal. Nurkic is still, you know, one out the top 10 big in the league. Um, and you have Jeremy Grant, of course, who's an underrated wing. Still not going to get you enough to get through the West or be competitive in any imagination. And Dame knows this. Um, but back to James Harden. Uh, James Harden is the, the extreme of what I just explained, right? Uh, you're looking at what he did with Houston when they uh, got Molly Watt by the LA Lakers. And he gave that diva-ish conference, press conference, which was unlike anything I've ever seen. He basically threw one through 14, all 14 teammates under the bus, started the bus, drove it over them, then looked back and reversed. He said that we're not competitive enough and I don't know why I'm here. He was traded the next day. That is extremely unprofessional and unbecoming of you. You then go to Brooklyn and then you seemingly throw a fit. We see you at Detroit chasing after the ball, giving no effort, showing your disdain of not wanting to be there after you received the initial trade that you wanted because Kyrie was going whatever he was going through, you know, not whatever he was going through. He didn't want to take the vaccine, which was his, his body, his ability to do so. Uh, and you throw a tantrum over there and, and, and they get you up out of there and you you get to Philly and you said that you wanted to get to Philly and, you know, you and Daryl Morey are reunited. Got blow a 3-2 series lead to the uh, Boston Celtics, which was a very winnable series, especially in the fourth quarter of that game six. And you... Uh, you were a free agent the year before. I know exactly what the deal is. Daryl Morey comes to you. Hey, James, we have a rapport. We need to build around the rest of the team. If you take a large chunk of this salary cap, we'll be handicapped and we won't be able to put players around you, Joel and Maxi and, and, and Tobias. He says, all right, you know, I trust you. You know, we built something special in Houston contender for um, almost a decade over there. Why not? So you sign, you get you no know, pieces around you, PJ Tucker, etc. You lose in the second round. Uh, you play poorly in the game seven. Uh, you hit up Darren Moore, you're like, yo, hey, uh, I know we lost, but <laughs> trying to get the max dollars, what you talking about? Darren Moore, like, what? After what I just saw? Yeah, about that. I happened in Powell. What happened to our deal? What deal? Ooh. All right. I'm a opt in. Trade me. I'm not playing for you because you just capped. You just told me a lie. All right. All right. I want to go to LA. LA Clippers. All right. Maury goes to the Clippers and he doesn't like what he hears. Now, this very same person who promised me that you were going to pay me is now keeping me hostage because you don't like what's out there in the market. 
but you also don't want to lose me for nothing and non-equal value. So if you didn't believe I was an all-caliber, all-NBA, all-star player, why won't you let me go for cheap? You see, owners and general managers have the ability to uh, get the whole bakery. I have their cake and eat it too. No, no, no. They can get the whole bakery if they need to. And as a player, contractually, it's not much you could do. <laughs> um, it's insane. It's insane. Uh, Daryl Morey apparently is unaffected by what James Harden is saying. You then have Joel B removing Philadelphia from his Instagram bio. Uh, and Miami Heat has been a constant name for both players. Um, who would I want? You put a gun on the back of my head. I would love Joel B down here with our culture, with our uh, structure. I feel like in Philadelphia, he never really had any structure. Um, and the OGs that came in, um, I don't think they really connected with Joel, and they definitely didn't connect with uh, Ben Simmons. So uh, I think that's the the case over there in Philly. It's getting ugly. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I would love Joel Embiid in a Miami Heat uniform. Wouldn't mind, James. You'll have a great time on 183rd, my boy. G5 to office, Tootsies. Boy, all I'm going to do is drive to Miami Gardens, go see James. I'm going to throw some guy in the hundreds of these strippers, man. <laughs> Hey, man, that's it for me. Uh, get damn. Uh, I don't have anything I'm listening to tomorrow. I know I usually tell y'all uh, when something is dropping. Uh, I don't have anything I'm listening to tomorrow. The reason I was fired, if you listen to the last pod, um, y'all send me music, y'all send me news, y'all send me whatever. Real hoops, we cover it all. Shout out. Uh, let's get it.